This is the Inspired Wave, Tips for Transformation. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, C.J. Rivard. Join me weekly for this short segment where I'll share an idea or tip that will assist you in your continuing evolution. Because we know nothing changes until we do, but as we evolve, we're each creating a ripple, and together, we're creating waves of inspired change. Today, I'd like to talk about a topic that I think is near and dear to many of us because I tend to attract professionals who are really heart and mission centered, people who really want to make a difference in the world. So I want to talk a little bit about what I think it means to lead with love. You may have heard me use that expression before. I know you've heard it used by other people before. It even has its own hashtag. So it's a term that gets thrown around, but what does it really mean? And how do we know if we are really showing up and being the best leader we can be? And where's the line between leading with love and running a business and making a profit, which we all have to do, right? Or we'll be out of business. So before I get started, I want to reiterate again that even if you don't have a title, you are or you can be a leader. The definition of leadership is influence, your ability to influence others. So if you are influencing your family or your friends or community members, those are all leadership roles if you're exerting influence. So when you show up there, are you leading with love? I think actually thinking about how we lead our families or should be leading with love is a good analogy if you take out the romance and the actual closeness part, because there are some things that we have to do as parents that we don't want to do, but we do anyway because we care. And the same goes for leaders. It's not always about being liked when we lead with love or loved when we lead with love. It's not about how people are caring about us. It's what we're doing that's right and needs to happen for the best of our people and our organization. My mentor, John Maxwell, has a great quote that says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Now think about that for a minute because he's not saying anything about having to have a title there. You know, it doesn't matter what your position or power is. How much do you care? Because if you are connecting and clearly care for other people, you are going to be able to lead them more effectively. They're not going to care about what you have to say if they can't tell that you care about them. So I would say, in my opinion, a definition would be that leading with love means we are putting people first. 
other people first. That doesn't mean we're a doormat, but we're putting the needs of our team and our customers first, even when it's hard. So I think what that looks like if you have a team or you can trade out the word family there, are you cultivating an environment where everyone feels trusted and respected and comfortable showing up and speaking their ideas, asking questions? Do they feel valued? You know, these are all, if you think about it, it's just basically creating an environment where we would want to work. And you're making that the case for others. They're not just there to punch a time clock and make you look good. They're unique individuals and they want to be seen as unique individuals with unique problems, families, concerns, and things that keep them up at night and not robots. So do you know your team members? Do you know them well enough to know what really motivates them other than a paycheck? What keeps them up at night? What are their big visions and goals in the office career-wise and outside of the office? Do you know those things? Because when we care for someone, we find out, right? We make sure it's a good fit. And if it's in their best interest to move on because they've outgrown a position, we encourage them for that to happen because it's best for them. I need to point out here before I forget that I'm not talking about you trying to be loved. Notice the difference. You're not trying to be liked. That'll get leaders into trouble. You can't always be liked. Sometimes you can be very unpopular when you're doing the right thing. But again, I go back to the analogy of parenting. How often as a parent have you really upset your child or your teenager because you had to do something that was not popular, but it was for everybody's best interest? So it's not about being loved or being liked. It's not a popularity contest. It's not about being everyone's best friend and going out for drinks after work. It's really important in a work environment that I think that you have some boundaries so that you do have a little bit of distance between you as much as you care for your team. They don't start thinking you're a best friend and they can roll right over you. It also doesn't mean that you completely ignore what's the best decisions you need to make for the business you're running, because we have to do that too. So there's a balance there. People first, but you're still running a business. And that's why I say that sometimes you have to make hard decisions that's good for everybody. You don't want the business to sink and go under because you're trying to be too nice and give everything away. Another thing I want to highlight, which goes back to creating this environment of trust, is faith in your team, faith in each individual person, because most adults, actually, and it may not look this way on the surface, but most of us 
have doubts about ourselves and don't trust ourselves enough, especially when it's something new that we're trying to do, developing a new skill. So you as a leader need to make it really clear that you trust, of course, you train and coach and guide, but that you trust that they can do it. And then they will gain belief in themselves based on the belief that you're showing in them. It's a real gift that you can give to somebody else and creates a very empowered team. The other word that comes to me now is emotional intelligence, which I know I spoke about a couple weeks ago, and you can go back and check out that episode if you missed it. But it really comes to mind because a higher emotional intelligence is a prerequisite for a great leader. And I really think it's a prerequisite for being able to lead with love because you have to get your ego out of the way and make your leadership not about you. And that's hard if you're not emotionally mature. You have to make it not about you. It's about your team. It's about your common goals and not about you. So when we have high emotional intelligence, we're very self-aware and we can work through any conflict that's going on there to get our ego out of the way and also be aware of where other people are coming from and be able to work with all of those different relationships and make them feel valued and important parts of the team. The last word or skill I want to highlight, and this actually falls under emotional intelligence, is empathy, which I think can be misunderstood. Empathy is really important, whether it's in your family or your workplace, to be able to understand someone else's perspective, especially if they're upset, to make it not about you and to understand their perspective. That doesn't mean you have to feel how they feel or agree with what they're saying. You can hold space for them and listen and ask clarifying questions if they're upset. And if you're able to regulate your own emotions, your calm is going to do more than anything to help them feel safe and calm down and share what's going on, what's the dilemma that you may need to deal with. And you can have empathy for their upset without agreeing with what they're saying or doing or enabling them in any way. But it helps them feel heard and to calm down a lot faster, which is the goal, right? And that's a good tip for managing your family or difficult customer anywhere. You've got someone that is upset. It helps for you to have empathy and give them space, listen, and work through what they're going through. Okay, so just to bring this in for a landing, if I could summarize, I really think that leading with love involves listening. That's a key component. Listening and acknowledging other people's perspectives and making them feel valued, that's huge. Again, note, it's about them. It's not about you. 
making them feel valued, understanding and giving them the support they need to achieve their goals, whether that's professional or personal, given the way it's playing into the workplace. You ask for and be open to other people's input when appropriate. So again, they feel like they matter and they can contribute. That's huge. We all want to feel that way. And you work at building trust and a community where everyone wants to participate and be a part. And you don't wimp out and gloss over the hard bits and ignore it when tough conversations need to happen because that doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help the business, the team, or the individual. One of the most loving things you can do is coach someone when their performance is off. Help guide them to doing better. Address it, even if it's awkward or uncomfortable. And if they're not a good fit for that position, the best thing for them you can do is to humanely let them go. Because even though it may be hard in the beginning, nobody wants to be in a position where they can't be a great contributor and valued. So overall, you know, you want to look long-term, not short-term pain. Long-term, it's better for them as well as the organization to have those tough conversations. So don't gloss over them or try and um, skip out. So I'm curious, and I would love to hear, because this is kind of my perception of leading with love, what do you think of when you hear that word? What does it mean to you? And how do you want to show up? Thanks for listening. I appreciate you being here, and I hope you make it a great day. If you're like most women, you have a big dream on your heart and really want to make a positive impact in the lives of others. But self-doubt, fear, or other limiting beliefs often get in your way. What many women don't realize is that the one thing that can catapult them forward is deepening their self-love and self-esteem. So I have a free ebook for you that's really going to help you in this area. It's called 30 Days to Deepen Self-Love, and you can download it at the link in our show notes. Enjoy.